2: Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
3: The volume. It's Jenkins and Jones presented by FanDuel. It's NFL playoff time, and there's no better place to get in on the action than FanDuel. The app is safe, secure, and easy to use. FanDuel has exclusive offers, boosts, and more all month long, and when you win, you'll get paid fast. FanDuel has lots of ways to play, like the spread, money line, over-unders, team totals, player props, and so much more. Jump into the action at any time during the game with live betting, and combine multiple bets from the same game into a same-game parlay, and try out same-game parlay+. plus. And FanDuel is now live in Ohio, so use promo code JNJ. that's J-A-N-D-J, and download the FanDuel app today to start making every moment more. Disclaimer must be 21 and over and select state's gambling problem. Call 1 800 Gambler or visit slash RG. Welcome to Jenkins and Jones on the Volume Podcast Network. It is Thursday, January 19th. And as always, we're coming to you live on the Amazon AMP app, 7 a.m. West Coast, 10 a.m. East Coast, every Monday and Thursday. What's going on if you're listening to us there, or if not, you're catching us on all the other podcast platforms where the episodes are updated after we're done recording live. As always, Jenkins and Jones, hosted by Mis Amigos, LeJetro Jenkins, a.k.a. John. What's that, Bubbas? Uncle LeJetro. Dragonfly Jones, <laughs> a.k.a. Tyler. Hey, everybody. How's the good? I'm Gardy B., a.k.a. Mike. Motherfucking Mike.
4: Motherfucking and Mikael.
5: Mikael. Mikael. <laughs> <laughs>
3: If you're looking to get out to any NBA or NHL games, NFL playoff games this week, or even a concert, GameTime has amazing last-minute deals on tickets to all of those. You guys have heard us talking about GameTime, the fastest-growing ticketing app in the U.S. I am going to a Lakers game, taking Vinny to his first-ever NBA game tomorrow night. LeBron James Ja Morant cannot wait for that game. He has literally told every single person he has encountered this week that he's going to that game. He told the lady at Trader Joe's last night. He's wearing his Bron jersey all day every day. He's wearing it underneath his school uniform. We're ready to go. So thanks to Game Time for making that happen. Um, No matter where you live, you can get out and have some fun this week. Download the Game Time app. It is the cheapest way to get in the door with last-minute deals. You can download the app, enter your email, and redeem code J and J for twenty dollars off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, you can enter your email and the code J and J. That's J A N D J for twenty dollars off. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price, guaranteed. Do Do y'all remember the first NBA game that you went to?
4: Yeah, I was old as hell, bro. We couldn't go to them shits. First of all, I was in the country, and then like that shit was expensive. <laughs> you know what I mean? So yeah. Person I went to was Brian. Really? Yeah, I, I went to a I went to a like a what's an exhibition game between like the Pacers and the Hawks in like Huntsville, Alabama when I was living in the South. But uh, I was like in college then. It was Jason Terry. He was the point guard, and he was it was a freshman that was from Auburn. I mean, rookie that was from Auburn that just graduated, trying to make the team, and Jason Terry was just niggas think Jason was just a catch and shoot nigga. Jason had that motherfucking ball in a yo-yo when he was playing with the Hawks, and he was snatching souls, dog. You feel me? Uh yeah. Reggie Miller was old at that point. He set out. Uh, he didn't play no exhibition games, but yeah. So the first one I really went to was Bron, Bron and Atlanta wow. Hawks. My sister actually paid for it. She she treated me on my birthday, dog. You feel me? That's awesome. Realest nigga on the planet.
6: Yeah, I still haven't been to an NBA game yet, bro. I'm in no really? rush, but yeah, I'm.
4: I mean, for one, I live fucking
6: you know two and a half hours from. You know, uh, an NBA team. From a so. shitty team. Yeah, it is, <laughs> from, yeah, it is not a team shitty. that inspires road trips at that. So. <laughs> but,
4: but yeah, man. One of these days. I was like 34. Uh, so I was old too, bro. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, so.
3: We went to... Um, you know, this, it's so weird because... Going anywhere in LA in LA or Southern California is so expensive, but because of the Clippers, you could get tickets for free or for six dollars or whatever. You know what I mean? When I was a kid. So we we we'd go to Clippers games and got to see got to see the big teams for cheap as hell, you know, just off the Clippers. As a Lakers fan, I didn't go to a Lakers game until my late twenties. I had probably been to ten Clippers games at that point or something. It's just a very weird it was a unique dynamic. I think that's why some people who are just like casual basketball fans in LA got really annoyed when the Clippers became competitive because it was like, but you're the, but you're supposed to, this is how I'm supposed to be able to afford to see these
2: teams. <laughs>
3: You fucking the magic come to town. I'm a diehard magic fan. I'm supposed to be able to get tickets for five dollars to the magic game. <laughs> fucking
6: bombers out here, fucking up <laughs> fielding a competitive team and shit. The nerve right. of that guy, yeah, exactly. Um, all right.
3: Uh, before we get going on the podcast, uh, congratulations, um, to Joy, John's sister, and uh, her family welcoming a baby boy, Uncle it's Johnny. Safe. Uncle uh, Le Jethro couldn't be happier, bro. Congrats. Uh, how how are you how are you feeling? I f- I feel like becoming an uncle is almost uh, makes you older than becoming a dad. You oh, know sure, what I mean? Nigga. I'm
4: I'm 73 <laughs> right now, nigga. For real, no. Nah, I'm, like, I'm saying really bad jokes and loving it. You know what I'm saying? I'm I'm feeling good. No, nah, I feel like bro. Like I feel like I've been an uncle since Emory. You feel me? But like it it's my sister who like is the person I would see. Like I, when I look at my sister up until she got married. I would see the, the, the little kid that had like Cheerios in her hair, you know, that was like four. Like I always saw that baby, she's my baby sister, you know what I mean? The first time I really saw her as like, wow, she's a woman was when she got married. When I was walking her down the aisle and we were having like an emotional moment prior, we were trying not to look at each other because we didn't want to cry because she didn't want to fuck up her makeup. And then I look at her, we're like midway down the aisle, like I'm getting emotional and she's just looking dead at Trey, her husband. She's just captivated with that nigga. Like, she, I'm not, I might as well not even be there. And I was like, oh, she's just not my little sister anymore. And so, like, I was like, okay. Like, I, I kind of like, you know, I'm giving her away. I'm really giving her away to this, to, to to trade. You know what I'm saying? And so, I actually dapped him up and hugged him at the fucking, <laughs> like, Yeah. you know what I mean? All right, my G, I, you know, you know, because it meant a lot. But, um. Her getting, I seen her pregnant this during Christmas. I'm like, damn, she's really a woman, and how she's carrying it, and the doc, the uh, the doctor, she had a, a, a black doctor. Like it's Atlanta, so basically everybody, the nurses, the whole everything, everybody was black. So I felt like she'd be taken care of, cause you know, like generally black women are treated a particular way. But because she's a doctor, I feel like it might help her a little bit, cause she knows what the fuck time it is. Yeah. But uh, yeah, the uh, they, they said that she handled it like a G, like was no yelling, none of that shit. They said they've never seen anybody deliver a nine-pound, 14-ounce baby with the strength she had. But i but there was a moment where I won't get into depth with it, you know what I'm saying? Well, I'll talk to y'all about it. But, like, there's a moment when, like, the baby's shoulders got trapped. And, you know, if Joy didn't do certain shit, there could be, like, some consequences. You know what I'm saying? And so uh, Joy told me she was just, like, she said, she, she, her words were, I got in the game mode. She said, I knew what could happen. I had to do it. Fuck it. You know what I'm saying? If I don't, that's so real, and I'm like, <laughs> that's the realest shit. Ever. That's the realest. Sh-. And she, you know, like I said, my sister don't even cuss, bro. You know what I'm saying? But she was like, she said, "Fuck it." You know what I'm saying? And you know, everybody's healthy and safe, man. I'm just woo. Well, I was praying, dog. <laughs> Me and God got real. You know what I mean? Like it was like that. The night, the night. It was the night before she was having contractions, and uh, and uh, did she? She went in that morning. She was there. She was there, and then she had a baby. Like in 24 hours after going into the hospital, and like I felt like I didn't breathe for like until you know she I got the the baby picture, but yeah, man, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a whole ass uncle. And she sent a picture, she's sending pictures. He's so cute. We already got plans for like you know like her, her husband Trey, my brother in law, who I, I love. He's a solid ass nigga, real one. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, I get what I need. Joy gets what, what she wants. You know what I'm saying? She prayed about this shit. She got exactly what she what the fuck you know uh, she has. But yeah, man, like. Uh, I talked to Trey. We already got plans to, like, you know, have them on Facetime, getting to know each other. When you know what I mean, and you know, swapping in the summers and all that. So, yeah, man, we want them to, you know, have each other's back. So, hopefully, that's we have awesome. more kids each other, but it, each each of us. But if we don't, you know what I mean? They they they'll have some. They'll have somebody to have their back, and that's that's always been important to us. So, yeah, man, that's the... I'm excited, G. Man, damn, bro, everybody growing up on me. <laughs> Everybody growing up on me. My mom looked at me. My mom had a moment in Christmas when she looked at me playing with my daughter. She said, I ain't got no more babies. Only grandbabies. And my mom has always called me baby. You know what I mean? She said, I ain't got no more babies no more. Like you could see there was kind of a moment. She looked at me playing with my daughter. She was like, this is a, my son's a man. You know, my son's a dad. Right. You feel me? Like crazy, crazy, crazy. Life, man, My mom, beautiful. My mom wrote me a a card.
3: I think Minnie was like four. Maya was like two. She wrote me a she wrote a card for me. She, you know she stays with us for the holidays. So she left me with a card. She didn't want to. My mom doesn't want to. We don't want to make eye contact and have these conversations. But she wanted to tell me some real shit, right? Yeah, yeah. So she wrote me a card and was just like, "All I could tell you is I hope you get to experience what I experienced the last two weeks." Because she's like, "The joy of being a parent is incredible, but watching your kids experience the joy of being a parent is like." <laughs> I was like, yeah, I can't even. She, you know, she turned my whole fucking insides out on that. But congratulations <laughs> to Joy and Trey. Yeah. Welcome turn to turn that Cleo uh... Soul
4: on, huh? They'll get you a little second <laughs> in office. In the OFES.
3: The office, you know what I mean? The, the, uh, the private that, time. That, that, that Cleo Soul is the fucking uh, band-aid that, that holds me together after that airport trip every time, Man. bro. Named her album Mother. <laughs> I know. <laughs> you know what I mean? Beautiful,
4: beautiful album. Two, All both, right. both albums are perfect.
3: Um, our collective favorite basketball player experienced a professional moment along the lines of what we were just talking about, which is, did y'all see the clip of, uh, Bron playing against the the Rockets and Jabari Smith Jr. came up to him (laughs) and said, you played against my dad in your first game ever. Bet you feel old,
4: don't you? (laughs) (laughs) Jabari couldn't wait to tell him that, huh? Like how long did Jabari been waiting? Bro, I'm like, man, why you gotta hit me with that shit? You could have told me that after the game or something. You know what I mean? You know? That's why he dropped forty-eight on that man. <laughs> that yeah. dunk was on Jabari. <laughs> Tell your dad I said, "Hot nigga, <laughs> young Buck."
6: Bro, I've really been in the league so long. Um, there was like this this graphic going around of all the father son deals he played against. And you know, um, you know Gary Payton and Gary Payton II was listed on there, and they show the picture of rookie Bron guarding Lakers Gary Payton, and that shit just really hit me. Like, bro, that was his rookie year. That year that they got Gary Payton and Carl Malone on the Lakers, like, dog, that 100 was hundred years yeah, ago. Yeah, that was seventeen lifetimes ago, bro. And he's still balling.
4: Bro, Gary Payton played in the same NBA as Bron. Yeah. It's hard sort of, to bro. imagine yeah,
6: Lakers Gary Payton
3: Lakers, was different. Gary Payton. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, I'm, yeah, yeah, I'm, yeah, sure. yeah, yeah, but yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. But
4: that was that was his. He had he had one more year after that, didn't he? I think Carl Malone left. Gary Payton stayed, and, and and he won the chip with him the next year, right? No, Gary Gary Payton
6: got his ring with the with the oh six Heat.
4: Okay, okay, with the Heat. Okay, yeah. I knew we got I knew we got a ring with somebody. <clears throat> so so D Wade gave him his ring. Then. Yeah, basically. here. <laughs> what a fucking run, bro d wade versus dallas beautiful basketball crazy um
3: but i i appreciated braun and jabari smith senior and jabari smith like i they they all had a moment braun was talking about how crazy that was and and jabari smith senior was like i mean i can't imagine <laughs> it's we talk about braun maybe playing with brawny someday or you know or, or bryce or something but to play against a guy and then have your kid play against him, is kind of, that's kind of crazy, too. You know, that's Jabari Smith Jr. says, so he's like, I don't know I've ever seen my dad as happy as he was tonight. Just oh. courtside, holding court, like, that's my son. And you know what I mean? Like, I I, I love that that fraternity in, in the league, which is – that was cool to hear about. But let me throw the numbers at you of Braun since he turned 38. 37 points per game, 9.7 rebounds per game, 8.6 assists per game, leading the league – In all three categories since turning 38 years old. Explain that to me. Never seen
6: anything like him. Like, you know, everyone knows he's my GOAT. And a big reason why he's my GOAT is, um, you know, it's kind of encapsulated in everything in that stat. He's doing this at 38. We've never seen anyone this good this long. He's leading everybody in those three statistical categories. We've never seen someone so good at so many things basketball-wise. That's why he's the GOAT to me. We've never seen one this long. Who, who has been this good at so many basketball things?
4: You could break down basketball, like rings, all this, you know, all these different cultures within basketball culture itself, bro. The best basketball player, if we're talking about basketball, is Brian, by far, for the reasons that Tyler just said, dog. Uh, and it showed, uh, there was a, there, it showed like, you know, men, uh, players over 38 that have gotten, you know, 40 balls. He has five, Jordan has three, and then the rest of the league has one. The rest of the league is Jamal Crawford. (laughs) Jamal Crawford that's me. Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah,
4: Jamal Crawford understandably took that (laughs) shit personally too. The one just said Jamal Crawford. You know what I'm saying? Also, bro, like, why don't we well, Jamal Crawford, his last game, he had fifty. You know what I'm saying? Like, Jamal and that's the game where the 38-year-old. I think he was what he was 38. When he had thirty nine, when he when he did that, mm-hmm. but like I I feel like Jamal doesn't get enough love. But yeah, dog, like LeBron, Le, LeBron just bro. It's just it's you ask us to explain the, something that you can't explain. It's inexplicable. You feel me? Like we have we have never seen anything like this. It'll be hard to imagine we see something like this where a guy's IQ is this high, he's this athletic, and he's this durable. You know what I mean? Like he's truly one on one. Well, let me let
3: me put it to you like this.
4: I think everyone is
3: correctly stating how insane this run is in sports terms sports though are something where your body breaks down right you expect you expect there to be an end of the run i'm trying to think of someone who has had a run at anything over 20 years like braun has had have we had a musician with 20 years of being at the top not like active and good but like you know, like you, you, could point to like a Stevie Wonder who's still super relevant and incredible. But like, does Stevie
4: Wonder
0: have He's two not albums? He's thirty
4: still. <laughs> separated by twenty years, that are thirty eight
3: points per game. He like, could, you could, like, he could drop like the a Simpsons' golden ball. era is nine right. years. Right. Shakespeare, I think, like the Beatles are like what seven years. Jimi Hendrix is three years. Like fucking, I think Shakespeare did not write. If you're looking at the masterpieces, they're closer together than twenty years. Like, I, like, what was the last time a human being was at the top of their shit for this long at anything? You, and if you're looking you,
4: at the numbers, go ahead, go. Ahead, I was gonna go
6: ahead, say go ahead, you could you could probably point to Beyonce. Beyonce went solo 2003. You know, I think she had the album of the year 2022. You know, she you know nothing but heat in that whole span. But but yeah, it's I mean when it's just you and Beyonce, you know what I mean? Like that's some yeah, and 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 Serena, of course, we cannot you know overlook Serena. Serena, you know, of course, but yeah, I, I mean if. It's it's just like those three who have been th- this good that this long at things.
4: And if we've looked at it, looked at his numbers since 2020, I think his numbers are above his average. He's averaged like 30 for the last two or three seasons. You know what I'm saying? Like like up in up in rebounds. I think down in this maybe like, about about the same in assists. Up in points. The dude is like he's doing more as he gets older. It's unfortunate because he shouldn't have to be. You know they should have some guys around him. But yeah, man, it's 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 wild to see. It's wild to see. And
3: I'll I'll even throw out there with uh with with Serena, if you're talking about singles, her first Wimbledon, French Open, the uh, Australia Open that year was 2002, 2003, and she's retired. So I mean, like you really are like hard pressed to find anybody with this kind of lasting power at the very top. It's it's nuts. And I I don't know what he did for his 38th birthday. You know, Savannah, please let him play the video game as long as he wants to. You know, whatever, whatever whatever, it is, you know, the joke with Lakers fans was always, you know, Kobe had his guy in Germany that he'd go get the...
4: The Wolverine <laughs> titanium. <laughs> yeah, right, right, yes. right, right. right.
3: <laughs> I don't know if Braun's flying him out, what it is, but, but fuck, to be doing this shit at 38, it's, it's truly... And, I, you know, I, the three of us have talked about we just happen to kind of be in the same age range with him. So that's the thing that I'll, you know... I was in college watching him playing in the NBA. You know what I mean? Like that he we graduated high school the same year, so I'll never be able to understand it because it's. It, I know I'm what my life is in my body is a reasonably in shape person of above average height. <laughs> <laughs> And I'm not even the same species as this person. You know what I mean? It doesn't make any fucking
4: sense, man. People talk about how they, they thought it was steroids he was using. Bro, his body would have been broke down. Fast. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? 10, 15 would have, years ago. Steroids would have beat his ass a decade ago at minimum. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Bro, this man is just special. He's different. You know what I'm saying?
1: They do this type of thing with Tom Brady a lot where they say, oh, like, look at his numbers just since turning a certain age. And I think it's relevant to do it with LeBron James also. In his 30s,
3: this is his ninth season, and he's over the course of his entire 30s, he's averaging 26.7 points, 8.1 assists, 7.9 rebounds on
2: 52, 35, 71 splits and two rings. Come on, man! This is a league what where the average a man,
3: dog? Th- This is this is a league where the average replacement level player in this league has a two-year career and is out of the league at 24 years old.
4: And, what's <laughs> and that's what he's done in age? his 30s? What was his issue? Was his shooting? He's shooting more and still shooting above 50% from the field. Mm-hmm. Shooting more deep balls. He's, going, he's moving away from the basket. He has an old man, a, 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 a older man game. We going to say old man. He just boomed on a 19-year-old. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Older man game. And if he's still shooting above 50% from the field, bro, it's we just haven't seen somebody like this, dog? It's not normal. Yeah. Um, all right.
3: Anyone have anything else to say about Bron? I love
6: help. you. <laughs> <laughs> Get that man Sorry. some help, bro. Please, bro. Oh, okay. you know.
4: I thought you said I thought you said something that in regards to milk. Mike, <laughs> <laughs> Let's leave. <laughs> All right, okay, <laughs> we'll leave that in the group chat, Bubba. <laughs> Never happened. <laughs> right now I didn't click the link either, Mike. I didn't click the link. Never yeah. I'm not clicking those links. Tyler doing keep the work of the keep devil. That, keep that devil shit to yourself, okay? <laughs> that
5: jackal propaganda. Keep that jackal
4: propaganda to yourself.
5: We will not participate over here, okay? Oh no,
3: sir. <laughs> All right. Um, Jackson just brought up Tom Brady. I want to do a little choose your own adventure okay we'll get get a little interactive with it y'all tell me i'm gonna give you two paths fork in the road here you tell me which one you want to are you gonna
4: keep your family or
3: (laughs) down the road to your left you are the greatest football player of all time you are unanimously considered the most successful player in the biggest sport in your country you are married to a supermodel you live in a mansion you get to sleep in a real adult bed not a race car bed (laughs) You have enough money to do whatever you want for the rest of your life. You don't have to go to work ever again. Down the other path. <laughs> you are no longer married. You are sleeping in a race car bed and you are getting your ass waxed follicle by follicle by the Dallas Cowboys by Dak Prescott the by Dakota Dak Pres- Prescott, Prescott. <laughs> on national television. And then you are going home. To tuck yourself into the race car bed, but on the plus side of that path, you
6: did prove Adam Schefter wrong. Gentlemen, Schefter. which
3: path are you choosing?
6: <laughs> bro, that, that man didn't even couldn't even go home after that. He doesn't have a home anymore. That man has a house. He went house after that. <laughs> that, that man went house after that loss. Where he what he put up what 96 yards? Come on, man. You bro. I do not believe. Hey, Tyler, you
3: said you, you said his bed, bath, and beyond sign doesn't say this house is a home. It says this house is a house. <laughs> this house is a house.
4: You <laughs> said this man went house. <laughs> but yeah, look, man. Bro, how you rich and broke at the same time? <laughs> you rich as hell and broken all the things that matter, nigga. You ain't even got a home
3: no more, nigga.
4: <laughs> Jesus
3: Christ.
5: bro where's your home <laughs> this is a house bro <laughs>
6: went home to that empty ass crib you know them right? keys was loud as fuck Where when he dropped your on the counter need? just echoing dog god damn tom all this to prove shefty wrong man you lost nigga. every motherfucking
4: thing nigga, god got, damn god damn nigga Marble everywhere. No warmth. (laughs) Cold as fucking that bitch. Where's your hearth, bro? Where's Where's your hearth? Light a fire in this bitch, bro. It's freezing cold, dude.
6: (laughs) (laughs) Shit. Oh, man. Bro, I
4: feel. Hey, man. Honestly, like, I don't need, like, the other shit, like, the money part. Yeah, give me that. Give me the forever shit. Legacy doesn't matter if, like, The people who are closest to you don't, you know what I'm saying? Like my legacy to me, what matters is like, yeah, I want to make some bread. You feel me? You know, that's a big part of like, you know, how I want to live and shit like that. But like when I'm out of here, dog, like I want my family to say I was a good, you know what I'm (coughs) saying? Like I was a good brother, a good dad, a good son and a good friend. Y'all can keep everything else. I don't give a fuck if people remember me for all this shit. Like 45, one of the, fuck about none of that shit. So he like he is really broke and like he has no family dog his sh- niggas, niggas left him he is broke in the shit that matters that is wild wow. and and i, I don't but, get he had nothing
6: else to prove like the one yeah. knock even though it was a bullshit knock that people had was ah that wasn't really brady getting those rings it was belichick it was the system okay he went and got a ring without belichick right like what in the tampa fuck bay yeah at 100 years tampa old
4: at 100 years old he was old as fuck well he's 42 when he did that
6: yeah, something like that. Yeah, so he's 41? fucking 45, bro. Yeah, he's like, 45 bro, now. Did, and so, but yeah.
3: yeah, and that's, I've seen people doing it like, well, he cares about his legacy, all this stuff. And to John's point, he already had the legacy secure. You already have more Super Bowls as an individual than any team has as the history of a team. You have nothing, like, there's nothing for you except just wanting to keep doing it. And I do understand that to some extent, <clears> but like,
6: I. But at, I don't know, at man. but at what cost though? All right, like if you made a promise to your wife that you were done and you knew that that shit would fracture your marriage, if you reneged on that and that was the price you were willing to pay, why
4: for for this for ninety six yards in your send off, bro, bro? Honestly, bro, if you want a Super Bowl, fuck that, fuck that. You don't need it. It doesn't benefit. Honestly, like at this point, he is so far above everybody else, he doesn't even benefit. He doesn't benefit from another, another Super Bowl. You know what I'm saying? coming home to your fucking family it feels <laughs> it's mighty time, good bro dog. It's, time. it's time it's time my mom my,
3: my mom didn't want to let me get away with the way mm-hmm. we've been talking about tom brady she, and she she said to me when she was out here she said you know that marriage was already fucked up she's like she
4: yeah, like, yeah but that's no. that's not funny right <laughs> <laughs> bro, and he still has his kids and all of that he's good He's perfectly yeah. fine. The house but, is not cold, but that's also not funny. <laughs> correct. You know I me? Mean? <laughs> correct.
3: <laughs> all right, I want to ask you guys, John, I know you you think about advertising and I I do I, I want to ask you guys about this. Uh anyone, I don't know if Jackson watched the football games over the weekend. I caught pretty much all four of the playoff games or five of the playoff games Saturday, Sunday. And as was a topic on Twitter, um, the Burger King Corporation is like going out of their way to buy every commercial slot possible. And so I literally, we're just walking around my house, my entire household, Whopper, 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 <laughs> Whopper, like constantly because we heard it 400 times last weekend. Now, <laughs> my family's not a Burger King family. We go to Wendy's, we go to McDonald's. Are there Burger King families? I'm sure there are they have them they're somehow affording the commercials, right? Mm-hmm. My family's not a Burger King family, and so I do understand one purpose of advertisement is engagement and getting people talking about your product, but there is they moved it from a zero percent chance to a zero percent chance that we will go get Burger King this week. What is the difference between? advertising and terrorism like all they're doing is just sowing chaos in my household bro they're not gonna make one fucking dollar back like is the purpose of these is this like psychological warfare of some kind like john is there a value to an ad that is not bringing money back that is just making you miserable i don't understand what they're doing (laughs)
5: or <laughs> what the fucking if
3: strategy
4: good, is. If it's good advertisement, yes. For instance, how McDonald's uses, like, Travis Scott, Bad Bunny, and whatnot, you know what I'm saying, to kind of get that gener- generation to come buy McDonald's because they wanted the Travis Scott meal. Also, they sell like mer- sell merch, uh, sold merch. I actually bought a couple of the... <clears throat> <laughs> the uh you know what I'm saying? The 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 hundred dollar hoodies that they had at them mall you know what I'm saying? So like there's good advertisement, there's ways, but like the the the, the gimmicky like repeat the word the word so much that it's stuck in your head or to make a jingle that's that's just annoying. That worked in the fucking 30s, in the 40s, you know what I'm saying? When you heard on the radio and shit. Before before colored television, before TVs, nigga, like <laughs> that's not instant that doesn't work with us anymore. Like you have to be creative, like for instance, with uh, how how um, they even like Bieber and Bad Bunny did the shit with uh, what's what's them, what's them shoes I was wearing during the during the um uh, during the that all the kids wear now. You got the Crocs, Crocs, yeah. When they they was doing that shit, which made Crocs like the mo- like shit one of the most popular shoes. You know what I'm saying? There's there's ways that it affects people when it's done well, but what Burger King's doing is just annoying. So yes, I would say it's more akin to terrorism. <laughs> Than actual advertisement, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, so. I don't appreciate it. <laughs> that's silly. That's I mean, like, dude, just saying it. Like, come on, that's cheap, bro. I mean, it literally,
3: John. It would be like they'd cut to commercial, and three of the commercials would be Burger King commercials, bro.
4: I mean, the thing. Is, if you if, <laughs> spend more money on the quality of the commercial, and not just the spot the commercials being put in, you know what I'm saying? Like motherfuckers out here make commercials that make niggas. You could you can make a Burger King commercial that would make me cry. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> At this moment in time, it would be quite easy to do so as well. <laughs> right, you feel me? As emotional as I am, you know what I'm saying? So yeah, but like they they, they, they in the wrong way.
3: Let me in 30 seconds write a Burger King commercial that would make John cry. Just show you a, a dad, the the mom leaves for the weekend, the dad's got the baby girl by himself, he takes a baby girl to Burger King, she's excited, playing in the ball pit or whatever, and he's sitting there smiling. And then show him taking her to fucking Burger King after she graduates high school. You know what I mean?
4: Rap. I'm I'm fucking and I'm sobbing just, on the couch. Just, just, add, just add a my dad before you cut to the, you know what I'm saying? To, to us eating Burger King at 18 with her graduate with her with her graduation joint on. You feel me? Yeah. Nigga, that's gonna hey nigga, I need me a whopper. <laughs> to cry in my whopper. <laughs> you yeah you, you, you ain't gotta say whopper i'm gonna drive them up whopper 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 on the way to on the motherfucking way to get me one you know what i'm saying
3: bet the nfl playoffs with fanduel where every play is a rush this weekend fanduel is giving all customers a no sweat same game parlay during the divisional round doesn't matter if you're new to fanduel or already have an account you'll get free bets back if your nfl playoff same game parlay doesn't hit Same game parlays let you combine all your favorite bets for a chance at a bigger payday. Um, I am still in disbelief that the Kansas City Chiefs are one home win against the Jacksonville Jaguars away from the AFC championship game. I think they're going to go into Arrowhead and absolutely lay it down. So I would take the Chiefs. I would take a QB. I would take Pat Mahomes over on passing touchdowns um maybe juju smith schuster my guy is an anytime touchdown scorer but i like the chiefs to win big this weekend you can even ride with thousands of other fans and bet popular sgps already made for you if you're new to fanduel join now with promo code j and j to see for yourself why it's america's number one sportsbook and if you already have fanduel you can start building your no sweat same game parlay today make every moment more with fanduel official sportsbook partner of the nfl and again Join with promo code J&J, that's JandJ. That's J A N D J. Disclaimer: Must be 21 and over in select states. Three plus legs. Minimum one dollar bet required. Refund issued as non-withdrawable bonus bets in Ohio and free bets in all other eligible states that expire seven days after receipt. Max bonus five dollars unless otherwise specified. Restrictions apply. See terms at fanduel.com/sportsbook. Gambling problem? Call one eight hundred Gambler or visit fanduel.com/rg.
6: Angie's List is now Angie, the nation's largest home services marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled professionals to get the job done well.
3: With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process. Angie makes completing home projects easy. We've used Angie at my house. We had some work done. Uh, we had some painting done. We were able to find a bunch of really qualified people with good rates through Angie and pick someone we were really happy with. It was super easy to use the app, super easy to connect with someone. We got the call right away, so we didn't have to sit around and wait.
6: Your one-stop shop. Angie can help you find the best price for your project by comparing quotes for multiple pros in just a few taps or book services at an upfront price based on local data. Angie gets the difficulties that come with home projects. Why not make it as simple as possible to tackle that project? Turn to Angie with confidence, even for major renovations or emergency repairs. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com
3: or download the app today.
5: Those are the most obvious. But let's say you're like Bill Self and you can get it to where it looks good. His is magical. I don't even know if his is a toupee. It is. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet. And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts.
0: Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So, buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
3: Carl Malone is uh, in an ominous piece of breaking news. It was reported that Carl Malone is coming back on the grid for the All Star weekend in Utah. How many f- switches you got to flip to reset Carl Malone and get him? This is like Jurassic Park. Like how, you got to run through the Raptor Pit to fucking get to that shit to put that disgusting old man back on the grid, bro. Well, this I'm, sounded like
6: a threat, did it not, Tyler? Yeah, when you I'm, read I'm, the tweet, I'm, I'm glad he's living off the grid, and I think that there's a part of him that knows how much he is despised, but he knows that Utah is the only you know place in uh, in the whole NBA landscape that does not despise him, but I feel that we owe it. It is our duty as NBA fans in 2023 with the technology that we have, where we all have our voice to let that motherfucker know how much we despise him. We need whatever, you know, whatever types of tweets, posts, whatever we need to get out, whenever that motherfucker just comes on, we need to let motherfuckers know who are posting them, whether it's the jazz, whether it's, you know, what, um, fucking, you know, sponsors or whatever. No, this is not that guy. You know what I mean? And it's bigger than basketball. He is a scumbag as a person, you know what I'm saying? Flat out. So,
4: I don't know how they don't realize how shitty this melted milk dud of a <laughs> motherfucker is, bro. Everybody on the planet that talks to them except people associated with the NBA know how trash this fucking asshole is, right? And it's like every like it's it's so wild to me. Yeah, he got buckets. He's the worst human on the planet. <laughs> Nigga. You know what I'm saying? Like, for real, like, damn, fuck that nigga in every language, nigga. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Crazy how they keep bringing this dude up. Like, it's not, like, he isn't who he is. It's insane, dog. <clears throat> yeah, but fuck him. We will, Tyler, like you said, I'm following your lead. We on his head. We on the I, NBA's head. Let's be on the NBA's head. Like, yo, because Carl Malone know he's trash. You know what I'm saying? We need to be on NBA's head and let them know this nigga is trash, bro. What the fuck is wrong with you? Fuck the male like, man dunk. That shit was weak, too. <laughs> that shit was weak as fuck. You know what I'm saying? Some LA, gears, <laughs> yeah, LA yeah, gear is bitch. LA gear catapults. <laughs> fuck Big, out of here. Heavy yeah.
6: ass boot Luke ass. Gossett face shit. ass nigga, man. Fuck Walker you. Texas Ranger boot wearing
4: ass nigga. You know what, man. what I'm saying? Fuck that nigga, Nick man. Belt buckle head ass, <laughs> hook head ass nigga. Fuck nigga. <laughs> <laughs> wrong with you, man. Shit. <laughs> shit. <laughs> <laughs> God damn, <laughs> Sheriff Malone. We don't give a fuck about that nigga, dog. You an Ops, Scott, Late.
3: <laughs> I'll acknowledge Braun, DM and a before I acknowledge Carl Malone. <laughs> no, nah, we ain't going to acknowledge
4: that, bro. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I'm we, not acknowledging can, either then, one ever. We can, we, we can, ne- we
5: can, yeah, we can. Right. Both, both are not options. <laughs> <laughs>
3: is not bigger than 0%. You feel (laughs) me? All right. um, This is going to be a little bit of therapy for Tyler and I, but there's a video circulating of uh, third graders uh, playing basketball, enjoying themselves, having fun, uh, celebrating. Some would say taunting. And I'm just going to be honest with you. It's a little too spicy for me. Mm. I don't like it. I don't like this movement in youth sports. I guarantee I spend more time around youth sports than most media members uh, as, a, as, a, as a father of two. It is like, uh, here's the thing. The celebration, like if you talk about baseball, you talk about basketball, whatever. Celebration is great. Uh, Emotion is great. I'm pro that in all sports. These kids are not actually celebrating, bro. Like, it's just like ritualistic in the same way that kids used to be taught that they weren't allowed to celebrate. There's no jo- like, there's no joy in most of what these kids are doing. But so many kids feel like, oh, this is the emote in my fucking video game that I play. So I have to do this thing at another kid. And I don't like it with little kids. Mm-hmm. I-, I really genuinely do not like the shit. And... You know, I don't know. I coach youth teams. I'd never be like, I don't be happy about doing something good. I would never say that to a kid ever in my life. But when you have like seven-year-old kids showing up a pitcher or whatever, it's like, bro, who the fuck are you? You
6: are also that little kid, bro. <laughs> be nice to that little kid. You are a little fucking kid, bro. <laughs> it's it's like I told you. I hate how much I hated it more than I actually hated it, if it makes sense. You know what I mean? Um, yes. A parallel I can draw here. One time, um, my godson was 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 fifteen. You know, he just had his permit. He asked if he could, you know, push the whip. I said, sure. You know, we, we could do that. We can, you know. So he gets in the car. He's driving with one hand on the wheel. I tell him, bro, both hands on the wheel, man. And I went, and at that moment, I felt so old and unhip. But this is the same shit here, bro. You have to learn the fundamentals. <laughs> You have to learn the basics before you do all that hot dog and shit. You are eight (laughs) years old, bro. John hates us right now. Look at John. Look how much John hates us right now. Look, you are eight years old. Learn to shoot off the right foot, you know, when you take a layoff. Get your fucking (laughs) form or your jumper somewhat right. You know what I mean? Like, like that's my whole shit. I don't mind the shit. I love shit talking. But at eight years old, you doing the too small to another eight-year-old, bro, that motherfucker might be taller than you next year. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Growth spurts haven't even been done yet. It's just bro like, you gotta
3: go through puberty before you do the too small of somebody right, i'm sorry right. like I, you, just,
2: <laughs> I,
6: I, I mean, you gotta and, and, be able to double yeah. knot your own fucking shoes before you could call someone a baby exactly. <laughs> and, and, and it made me think i would probably i feel like middle school age is probably the age where i'm fine with all the hot dogging and celebrating and shit because you know shit is you, you, you know you've got a solid foundation there you kind of know the game a, a bit you know you can talk your shit there but eight years old bro like I don't know, man. Like I said, I hate how it makes me feel. Like I said, right. I was feeling Republican as fuck with some of the votes I was having about that shit, man.
4: <laughs> I, I didn't care about the left hand on the left side, left layup on the left side type shit, you know what I mean? Like, for me, it was more like it was, it was kids imitating an adult, imitating adults in a way that made them seem older than what they were. You know what I mean? Like, I don't mind, you know, kids, you know, talking little shit and all that, but when it when it comes to like, when kids are imitating adults in ways that make them seem like they're not kids, that's where I'm like, bro, let these, these niggas just need to be kids. Just go out here and really have fun. I don't, the fact that it it's, it means that a layup means enough to them where there's shit. Like, dog, I went hit a lay up and be like, okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, I didn't care enough about basketball to talk shit to somebody at, in elementary school. You know what I mean? Like. It, you know, so like, if I missed the layup, I'd be frustrated at myself. Like, damn, bro, you could have got that two points. You could have got eight points instead of six. <laughs> I mean, you know what I mean? In this fifteen-minute basketball game, you know what I'm saying. But like, yeah, that's that's what bothered me. Is like, it's a, it's kids imitating an adult, imitating adults in ways and make them seem like they're not. They're losing a bit of their childhood a little bit because it shouldn't be that basketball shouldn't mean that much to them at that age. You know, it should just purely be fun. You know, but when you're eight, like, dude, that's what, third grade?
3: When you see a whole team of third grade, eight-year-olds eight doing the same celebrations after stuff, like, they've been, like, that's just part of what they're being coached to do. That And that's the part that I don't like, is an adult is telling them to do that shit. You know what I mean? It didn't look spontaneous. It just looked like, make a three and then do this. Make a layup, then do this. You know what I mean? And that's the part that I didn't like about it. especially because, this shit's different than the fucking pros, bro. You don't need to do that in another eight year old's face. You just don't need to do that shit. And I like, I tell kids on our teams, baseball, basketball, whatever, you know, I think a big part of what I'm, what, one, of the, one of the things you're trying to teach kids is how to deal with having shitty referees, stuff like that, right? I really do believe in the, the, the benefit of youth sports for teaching some of that <laughs> stuff. And I tell all the, our kids all the time you haven't earned the right to complain about the officiating, bro. Like you're a fucking eight year old kid. You're still
4: double dribbling, <laughs> right? Right. Yeah, right.
3: Like, <laughs> right. Like, like, of course, the ref, of course, the refs suck. You know what I mean? Like, because and, you saw, you go say the,
4: that obviously, but you know no, what no, I mean? No, no, no I did.
3: I, t- I told the best kid on our basketball team, and he said, he's like, well, he he literally said, he's like. Bron, he's a huge Lakers fan. He's like, Bron complains about the refs. I said, well, you're getting paid to play basketball. You can expect to be officiated <laughs> by professionals. <laughs> right? But, like, you're a little kid, bro. You're not yeah. – I, I told him. And he's good, too. I was like, you're not good enough to expect the officials to be professional, bro. Nobody you're is because nobody kid. is because no <laughs> right, little kid right. is.
0: Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. And
3: the more energy you waste on, you know, being upset about officials or whatever, the worse you're going to play or whatever else. But, like, that's part of what it is is – and and like you said – express your emotion genuinely not in a way that's like you know you're just imitating someone or whatever else. also I, right. I
4: coached my little that's brother a, that's the old grade. that's the fuddy duddy shit we're ever gonna say on this I coached my little show. brother in like third and fourth grade and in third grade he was like around eight years old and I remember like like him getting down on himself at times yeah I'm like bro just have fun and I couldn't imagine right. some coach nigga shit might not have been sweet bro <laughs> Some coach telling their kids to like my little brother, you know, like that's that's the, that's what he that's who's coaching these kids, like that's who's like the teams he's playing are right. coached by like you, Mike, you know what I'm saying? Me right, right, at right. 19, you know right. what I'm saying? Like, and this fucking 40 year old is telling nigga, I hey mean, Jeremy, I... Cody, pull up, <laughs>
6: <laughs> <laughs>
4: and and the whole thing is you know Will, this... hey nigga, I need.
6: <laughs> <laughs> you feel
4: <me>? Jabari, nigga.
6: <laughs> <laughs> and the whole thing is, Can't this shit was recorded too, bro. Like, who is recording eight year olds hooping? You know what I mean? It, it, it kind of goes, I don't know if y'all saw that clip Austin Rivers had about
3: how. Talk about it.
6: Uh, about, you know, Austin Rivers was talking about, you know, when he was coming up, if you had a mixtape, you were that guy. You know what I'm saying? It was like, you know, there was the John Wall mixtape, which is perhaps the best fucking mixtape of all time. It was the fucking, you know, Austin Rivers mixtape. He was a bad motherfucker. There was the Akil Carr. Uh, I don't know if y'all hit Tim, five foot five kid out of Baltimore. He was mm-hmm. ridiculous. Uh, you know, Seventh Woods had a crazy mixtape too. But now it's like, everyone has a mixtape. Everyone knows that, you know, all eyes are on them. Everyone knows everything is content. Everyone knows that, you know, you can have your moment. If, if you get a bucket, you know, talk your shit too, because that's what goes viral now. And this is like, I don't know, man. It's you know, like it goes back to like also what Austin Rivers said was you had to be the guy to have you know a fucking film crew back then. But now it's right, just right, right, you know, right everywhere. Well, but let
3: me, but but but, but let me, let me speak on this. Let me argue against my own profession for a minute. So when JJ and I started covering sports in Long Beach, this was two thousand seven, two thousand eight, and what made us different? The reason that we've been successful in Long Beach is we were doing highlight videos from football, basketball, baseball, soccer, volleyball. Two thousand seven, two thousand eight. We were the only camera at every game that we were at. We have video of DeMar DeRozan throwing the, 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 the ball off the backboard to himself and dunking in a game, the only camera in the gym. Mm-hmm. You cannot imagine a world now if DeMar DeRozan, if a prospect when he was 18 years old was playing a high school basketball game, there'd be 30 cameras in the gym yeah. every single time, right? And what happened was people saw, oh, these guys did a DeMar DeRozan mixtape. Well, what they're not thinking is what I think we thought when we were kids, which is, I wish I was good enough to get a mixtape. What they're thinking or what their parents are thinking is, if I get my kid a mixtape, he'll be that good. It's completely flipped right. everything around, right? And the availability of cameras, the, the people in the profession who are trying to get a leg up, and no disrespect to the people out there filming highlights for just the fact that we happen to be older. I'm not saying that we're like better to be doing it or something, but... It is true that it's completely changed to where we were the only journalists in Southern California really filming anything in high school when we started out 15 years ago. And now we're paying high school kids to do this shit because they can film and edit on their phone better than people who would come to us with college degrees and shit. It's just so ingrained in what everyone's doing. But I do think it's backwards because it should be a reward. Attention should be a reward. That's evolutionarily how our species was designed. But now we've sort of flattened that out to where you you spread it across everybody. And I think if you look at the mental health of teenagers and the the studies about that, I think it's obvious that it's not good. Like it it hasn't been an improvement to society to
4: do that. That's what I was thinking. Like it's dangerous enough for high schoolers, but if we have eight, nine, 10 year olds who are moving in ways where like hey this will get me viral and then right. adults sharing the content you know what i'm saying pushing that you know what i'm saying idea that yeah you know hey I, you know but this got so many views there's people that I do just...
3: middle school there's people that do middle school elementary school rankings bro yeah there's people I mean, right that's... now who tell you here's my class of 2040 rankings for for fucking second grade basketball players like yeah. they're i mean and they make money doing yeah. it because the parents want to be able to say Look, my kid is ranked. I'm trying to get him into this middle school. I'm trying to get him in, like it's 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 fucked up, bro. <laughs> like, it's,
4: it's, it's problematic not, as hell, man.
5: Yeah,
3: <clears throat> I I think so. I mean, I I, I really do. And I, I don't I don't say that lightly. And I, I recognize there's fucking bigger problems in the world, obviously. But it is a little bit of a like. I don't know. Bro, I don't know if like, if proud? eight-year-olds should feel like they're on stage all the
4: time, I don't think bro, that's think, maybe the healthiest hey, way for this. them to grow up. Think about this and they we, were, we still had recess at eight. You know what I'm saying? We still had I mean this is like you know like this is the age in which these kids are, you know what I mean? like we still had recess, bro. We was I was playing what? Foursquare and shit. y'all remember that shit? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, you know what I mean? Like we was doing like we was just chilling. We went home and played with our homies. You know what I mean? Like, whether whatever we, we would hoop, we would sometimes just fight, set up fights. we just fight each other. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know what I mean? Like, just regular shit that kids did. You know, create jumps on our bikes that might hurt each other but might not. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, it's just trampolines. Like, th- this is the shit that you're doing at that age, and these kids are worrying about the internet? Like, like as if it's a job. If, go out to get this content. Like, bro, like, I just... I truly just wish kids could be kids, and just not give a fuck about none of the shit that we care about. Because being a child is such a quick, it's so right. short. I remember, I remember, I remember at at like twenty three, I was talking to my homie at the lunch table. At uh, we was at, we was at school in college, and the homie said, "Bro, you're only a kid for such a short period of time. Like you're an adult for so long." And that right. was the first time I'd ever thought that. Like, damn, I'm twenty three, so I was like. A kid five years ago, you know what I'm saying? And I'm thinking, like, damn, I'm gonna be adult for hellas. You know what I'm saying? Like, and so like I just want these kids, I just want kids to have the opportunity to be kids for you know what I'm saying? And and try to, you know, like, you know, eight, like high school shit starts changing, you know. What I mean, start thinking a little different, but like, damn, you eight years old and you thinking about engagement, like, golly, bro, you're gonna have enough time to think about that shit. In the future bro As an adult You know what I mean And all these other And
3: I I do And I want to just hop in there And say this is not just off This like basketball clip This is something I've just noticed As a dad That like You know Vinny's friends Like that's They talk about creating YouTube channels And how many subscribers They're going to have And stuff like that That really is like That's cool to me
4: Because that could be Something they do when they're older because i mean we talked about our jobs but 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 but
3: but, but this is like this is this sort of tricky thing where and as you guys know like i am never ever ever someone who's like our generation
4: did it right like we grew up when kids you know like whatever and my better person on the planet was like snoop or fucking tupac nigga like (laughs) for sure and so so,
3: but like i think about that with screen time a lot we have a lot of friends who are like very extreme about their kids with screen time and i always kind of challenge them on it like Do I? Do you remember how we felt about the kids whose parents didn't let them watch the Simpsons or play video games? Like, right? You have to be realistic about the world you're raising your kid in, and the world you're raising your kid in is a world where what are you? What are they going to talk to kids about? Now, my Vinnie, you know they play Foursquare and stuff, but they talk about the videos that they watch and shit. Like that's what their culture is, Mm -hmm. you know. And so you have to be respectful of that while also. Thinking about like, what's the difference between, okay, I, I wanted to be a writer when I was in second grade. So I was making these little books or comic books or whatever. So mm-hmm. they want to be content creators. That's who they see as entertainers. They don't give a fuck about Ryan Seacrest or whoever the fuck is hey. on TV, on hey. network TV. Right. They th- they'd see, okay, these are the kids that are making videos. These are the teenagers making videos. So that's who they want to be. We had kids. I think I told you all this at last baseball season. We had two kids on our team who, what they did was they did a, a fake podcast every practice at the end of practice they'd be interviewing the kids as if they were funny as fuck but like right. that's what they wanted to be because that to them was the same as us wanting to be a radio dj or a rapper or something and right that's so, smart so that to... I, so, and i think that's there's a, there's some of that is okay this is the world they're growing up in so that makes sense but right, right. some of it is the problem is you actually can get that exposure <laughs> <laughs> when you're an eight year old, you know, on Twitter or whatever, your parents made a YouTube so they could make some money off you opening presents or whatever the fuck it is. And that to me is the danger because when I was trying to figure out how to be a writer, when you were riding your bike, we didn't have the world watching
4: us. We could figure that shit out in private in our neighborhood with our friends. You I know? think, I'm thinking about this, man. I remember being a kid and wanted to be a child actor, not because I actually cared about acting. Cause I wanted all the the fly ass shit, you know. I'm they, they, you know. What I'm saying like I wanted the the the. the I didn't want to just be circling shit in East Bay and not having the bread to get it, or having to mow a lawn to get right. one pair of shoes yep. for the year. You know what I'm saying? Like so, like I wanted to be that, and so like. But it was very few people that had opportunity that those had those opportunities to get that type of bread at that young and have the world looking at them. A lot of times it didn't turn out that well for most of them. You know what I mean? And I think for these for the in, in the in the age groups that like like up until high school with people, there's more, but I mean like, I think like in middle school and elementary school, it's still the, it's probably the, a similar amount of people that are getting that type of, yeah, uh, right. you know what I'm saying? Even, even with like YouTube and all that stuff available, but uh, yeah, for me it's like, I mean it's smart because they're preparing for the world, they're not, they shouldn't be preparing for the world we grew up in, you know right. what I'm saying? You know like, they should be preparing for the world they're gonna grow up in or the world that they see right now at least because it's gonna change five times before they become, you know, a working age for real, you know what I mean? Yeah. But, uh, yeah, it's just it's it's how how do we how do you manage that? You know, what I mean, how do you manage that without being like? I remember seeing uh, Kevin on stage; uh, he would bring his kids to work sometimes, and uh, I remember his sons would watch other people play video games, and I was like, "What the fuck? Why would they like? That's crazy!" Like, watch the, the world now, and stuff I mean, like this, that. This yeah. is on YouTube. This is because this is because okay. you can go on YouTube back and in the see, day. Yeah, that's still, you still you can still do that. There's people right. that show like you know, hey, on COD, cod, this is how I approach you know, right. And so until I got on Twitch, and I was like, oh. You know what I'm saying? I, I I started understanding it. You know what I mean? So I want to be able to, you know, let Somi, whoever, you know, you know approach the world that they, in the way that they should, that'll prepare them for whatever they want to do. But how do we do that with still, you know, kind of monitoring, make sure they don't, you know, have to stay, That's the same struggles bro. with a lot of these people with the, I mean, mental health. If you just, you're not engaging with people. Do you, right. do you, do you remember, do you remember at the end of summer, like, I can't wait to go to school. Cause Vanessa gonna be in there, Jaquetta gonna be there, you know what I'm saying? My homie Chris gonna be there, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm gonna really get engaged with my niggas that I don't really get to see like that. You feel Tyler me?
3: Tyler couldn't wait to get dropped off for preschool the fucking first day, bro.
4: <laughs> 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 for real. Right, right, right. Cause you're gonna be hanging with your niggas, you know what I'm saying? Like, you so like I remember thinking that, you know, um, even in high school, but like now, like, because the way they engage like i don't know it's just it's just so different it's just so different bro
6: it's um like
4: it's online it's online it's and i think there's something there's something not healthy about that you know really that that type of engagement you know
6: it's it's a really unique thing with you know gen z and even with younger millennials where it is normal for you to spotlight yourself you know what i mean Mm -hmm. like you know like like i've, see, I've seen i've the conversations on twitter all the time like you know oh i'm i'm on a dating site and this and this guy doesn't have you know an instagram red flag what is he trying to hide you know who is this person that because having an instagram imprint, you know, right that is yeah. normal you know for for yeah. for that age group you are supposed to right. you know put yourself on display to a certain degree and and you know it's, it's going back to what you said john it's like when does the you know when does you know displaying yourself when when does it cross into into the line of being performative of of, of maybe even being borderline phony where that's not really you but you just got to keep up with it cuz this is the norm for your generation you know what i mean so right, so, right, so so right. that's a a balance that th- these younger folks have to walk that that I don't know if I could have, because y'all know me, I don't give a fuck about pictures, Instagram, none of that shit. I, they'd have probably thought I was a weirdo, you know, if, if I was fucking, you know, 10, 15 years younger. Hey, you'd so. be
3: different too. I mean, you'd be different to some extent. I don't know if it's, you'd be on Instagram, but if you grew up now, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. you, that, the world would be different around you to an extent that your place as the same person would probably be in a different spot. Yeah. You know what I
4: mean? My little brother, he, the, the, my youngest brother, he's 16 now. Crazy, 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 crazy. But anyway, he's 16 now. Remember when he had Bonnet on his lip asking me to stay home, but now he's sixteen. <laughs> Big as fuck. Almost my height. So uh feet and hands bigger than mine though. He's gonna be huge. But anyway, so he has a very small social imprint. He don't fuck with Twitter. He's on Snap. He has like three pictures on his Instagram. And he'll delete him. I would you know say that's a, that's a, that's an average teenager. And he's in, that in, in, in nigga in high school. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I remember at the wedding, you know what I'm saying? Like he he was looking at, at snapchat shit you feel what i'm saying like people he was getting images i couldn't look it is unlawful for me to look at right. his snapchat you know what i'm saying because uh, you know cuz he was like what he was you know like so he, he, but i would say that's a normal that nigger, teenager you know that's a, that's, a, that's the cool thing though is having like
3: a clean instagram feed if you're a teenager now with like maybe one picture maybe two pictures yeah and then yeah stuffing your stories or stuff on snapchat but there's nothing permanent yeah because yeah because i do think the nec- next generation is starting to pull back from what tyler just talked about they're yeah. seeing people who are 18 through 30 whatever and going these motherfuckers keep losing their jobs over this yes, shit, yes, you know, yes, or, or, yes, or getting yes. caught up or, or whatever. Now, the downside of that is, you know, I mean, there's a fucking million downsides of it. Like, <laughs> and and what's wild is all of this exists so that like four social media companies could be worth a trillion dollars. <laughs> all these challenges in how you raise kids with strong mental health and a good sense of self and all this other shit. Like, yeah, bro. it's I don't know. It's fucked up.
4: I'm gonna be honest with you. It was fucked
3: up. Anyway, wow, that was a long segment on those kids doing celebrations in their <laughs> eight-year-old basketball.
4: Game. I mean, it got it got it got
3: <laughs> serious worries from old men. <laughs> yeah,
4: yeah. Thanks.
3: Um, okay, last thing we want to talk about. Tyler uh, Tyler had some tweets about uh, Boston's Vorp when it comes to uh, <laughs> their racism
6: efficiency. <laughs> the <vorp. laughs> Boston, uh, bro. I do not understand Bostonians for, for a number of reasons, but one of one of my biggest reasons is you know whenever the, the 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 stories you know the accusations of Boston being a racist city you know go out there, they defend their city in a way where they don't deny that it's racist, but they they point the finger like, well yeah, well how would you feel if we called your city racist? You know what I mean? And I just do not understand that line of reasoning, you know, for a number of fucking reasons because for one. If you're saying your city isn't as racist as everyone makes it make, make it out to be, what the fuck do you gain from that? Like, you know, what do you gain from that? Because to, you're basically saying we don't have you know the extreme racism. We just have you know the subtle racism. You know, you're like you're like Guthrie over here. He doesn't want black people to you know experience genocide he just doesn't want y'all living next door to him come on like Gunther's <laughs> not that bad guys like what the <laughs> fuck do is gained from that you know what i mean so i will never understand bostonians you know because they're they're in denial they they fucking downplay the shit um and and for one they called marcus smart <laughs> marcus fucking marcus smart gets hit with the n-word that dude takes charges He shoots threes. He plays defense. And that man got called the hard R, leaving a home game, bro. Like, look, he is mr grit and grind yes. you know what i'm saying yes everything that boston white ass boston loves he plays basketball like a white man's
4: dream <laughs> you know what i'm saying takes charges shoots three this plays is how famous. black people should play right. basketball you and know they what i'm call saying that
6: man the hard r look bro boston is different and I, like i said i do not understand defending your city on some we not that racist shit because what the fuck is the point of that like i said bro this shit is not like the buffalo wild wing spicy thermometer if somebody says your city is like spicy hot sriracha what do you gain by saying no we're just like honey barbecue you know racist we're not you know ghost pepper racist what the fuck is the point dog
4: Why? I see so many niggas walking by me not being called nigga right. only a couple and I've only seen a couple negroes called nigger a couple coloreds called out of their name and this, yeah, and this all stem from man. that
6: fucking god awful MLK statue though that's where the conversation
4: yeah. came from bro I actually love the artist though. I have a book <laughs> from the from the artist, bro. In my, in my, it, uh, I think it's photography though. But um, uh, yeah, I, I hate just it, like I hate photographs it of big beefy dicks or what's <laughs> it? big hogs. That is <laughs> a hog. Oh, MLK just swinging left to right, <laughs> dog. Are you, are t- you have a you have a you have a photography book called Fat Hogs. Fat Hogs. Of course I do. Duh. <laughs> if it's sus, it's me. <laughs> I am Mr. Suss.
0: <laughs>
3: yes, I, that statue is uh, hogs galore. <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh, the
3: fucking sequel hogs more gal- more hogs galore
4: gal- more hogs galore more more hogs galore. <laughs>
1: Plus, <laughs> <laughs> all right, uh,
3: that's all the time we got today. We'll be back on Monday with uh, with more co- <laughs> more co-
5: talk
4: more cocktail m-o-r-e m-o-o-r more more hogs galore
3: (laughs) more cock talk with uncle lejethro coming on monday uh we'll be back have you seen a morris hog (laughs) great (laughs) week
4: bye Bye. 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 religious hogs galore (laughs)